okay everything is good it is february 5th 2021 this is surprising niche for the plant pathogen pseudomonas syringae by cindy e morris linda l kinkle kun Zhao, philippe Pryor, and david c sands i'm skipping the abstract why would i bother if i'm reading the whole paper because i'm doing it right okay wait a minute i've read this before i have some notes but you know let's keep going introduction a recent report by the emetic <laughs> by the american academy of microbiology describes the range of microorganisms commonly associated with the environment in quotation marks at large aquatic and soil milieu for example and with wild or domesticated animals that are also capable of causing significant diseases of humans that report is part of a growing body of evidence that many human pathogens pathogens, including Vibrio cholera, Burkholderia cepatia, Legionella pneumophilia, Mycobacterium avium, and Pseudomonas aeruginosa have acquired some of their virulence factors as well as resistance to antibiotics in their environmental non-human host niches, and that strategies for growth and survival in these niches can accord advantages for infecting human hosts. So they pose this notion that being good at infecting in general is good. <laughs> infecting cell isn't good at infecting. The cholera is particularly illustrative of the notion that some virulence mechanisms may result from adaptations made for effective colonization and survival in environmental niches. The toxin co-regulated pilus of V. cholera, an essential biofilm differentiation on chitinous surface, wait a minute, an essential virulence factor has been demonstrated to be also involved in biofilm differentiation on chitinous surfaces and in overall ecological fitness revealing an important biological link between the bacterium's capacity for association with copepods in aquatic environments and the acquisition of traits essential for virulence to humans. Likewise, it has been proposed that virulence determinants in P. aeruginosa can arise in environmental niches through selective pressures for selective pressures for effect effective <laughs> efflux pumps and mechanisms for translocating exoenzymes that are unrelated to the use of antibiotics or to the human path sorry that are unrelated to the use of antibiotics or to the human host pathogen interaction in contrast to medically important microorganisms, the life cycles and biology of plant pathogens have been almost exclusively defined in agricultural contexts since Ustricto and in terms of the availability and sensitivity of host plants. Sources of inoculum for epidemics, that would be inocula, wouldn't it, for epidemics, plural, are generally sought in plant tissues and debris on agricultural equipment and structures in insects as possible vectors and in irrigation waters. The notions of biodiversity and evolution of plant pathogens are based almost entirely on collections from cultivated host plants and comparatively few studies of diseases of wild plants. These investigations have rendered considerable fruit in terms of our understanding of disease spread and for developing strategies to select for disease-resistant plant varieties and for 
other prophylactic measures for disease control. Yet, it is likely that we are missing a potentially significant part of the picture of the life of plant pathogens. Studies of population genetics of pathogens can be considerably biased if they are based exclusively on strains from disease epidemics. Furthermore, agricultural systems are open, and most plant pathogens are not obligate parasites. Many plant pathogens can be aerially disseminated considerable distances. The notion that plant pathogens have other lives and the impact that adaptation to niches other than those provided by plants, cultivated or wild, could have on virulence, pathogen fitness, and emergence, we need some commas, guys, and emergence of new pathotypes has not been explored, primarily because these niches have not been identified or described. Species known to be plant pathogens have been detected in a wide range of environmental settings. The aerially dispersed broad host range fungus Botrysis cinerea, for example, has been detected on stone monuments and in rocks, in stored hydrocarbon fuels, and on the hair of small mammals and of school children. <laughs> Sorry. And on the hair of small mammals and of school children, which are also small mammals. Via direct, sorry, via direct characterization of DNA from environmental samples, Ralstonia solidnisarium has been reported from lake sediments in copper mining regions. Pectolytic enzyme-producing strains of Erwinia chrysanthemia, chrysanthemy? Erwinia chrysanthemy have been collected from water in the alpine sources of two major river systems in Australia and are thought to be part of the indigenous microorganisms on weeds and in settlements in these alpine systems. However, phytopathogenicity of none of the organisms listed above has been investigated for environmental samples. Pseudomonas syringae, a very pretty plant pathogen with worldwide economic importance that causes necrosis on leaves, stems, fruits, and other aerial plant parts, is especially likely to exist in diverse niches. This bacterium can establish large populations on aerial surfaces of a wide range of plant species without necessarily causing disease. From the epiphytic phase, it can be disseminated via aerosols, comma, wait, that can't be a comma, period. <laughs> From this epiphytic phase, it can be disseminated via aerosols. Upward movement of P. syringae is an important component of its dissemination, with net upward flux from plant canopies being on the order of 10 to the 5 cells, M to the negative 2, H to the negative 1. <laughs> P. syringae is one of the few plant pathogens known to be disseminated up into clouds. It is also scrubbed from the air during rain. Many strains of this bacterium are ice nucleation active. Lindau, 1983, what up, are known to survive freezing as well as induce freezing, and it has been suggested that they may even have a role in inciting rainfall via their ice nucleation activity. P. syringae has been shown to survive in lake water and therefore seems likely to survive in other types of fresh water. As a plant pathogen, it is adapted to exploiting phytosynthases of host plants. Some strains also produce sphingomycin and related toxins to which a wide variety of prokaryotes and eukaryotic cells are sensitive. Taken together, these diverse properties suggest that it is likely that P. syringae is disseminated to and survives 
and multiplies in a wide range of habitats and niches. It is like a textbook generalist, jack of all trades. Processes associated with global water cycling might be a particular a particularly important vehicle for Pisaringae dissemination. In particular, this bacterium could fall into streams and rivers with rain or snow melt, as well as with runoff that carries debris from infected plants. Flow rates of small streams, there's some science there, could carry nearly 10 to the 5 Pisaringae each day across rocks at a given site in a stream if the water contained as little as one cell of this bacterium per meter squared. Flow rates of small streams... So one meter squared, S to the negative one, what could that S be? So per meter squared, for example, 10 to the five is more than 100. It's less than 1,000. Pisaringae each day across rocks at a given site if a stream in the water contains as little as one cell of this bacterium per meter squared. River epithelion, rock-attached biofilms that are commonly composed of algae, diatoms, rotifers, bacteria, and nematodes, could trap Pisaringae cells from flowing water. The combination of continuous moisture and availability of photosynthates from algae may offer the basis for a suitable habitat for growth and persistence. Based on epithelian, sorry, based on this reasoning, we attempted to isolate Pisaringae from epithelian at diverse sites. Here we report the biological properties, including host range, resistance to biocides used in agriculture, ice nucleation activity, and toxin production, and the genetic diversity of the Pisaringae and related pathogens that were isolated. Materials and methods, 2.1 origins and origins of strains biofilms were scraped from rocks using sterile spatulas and transported to the labs in sterile containers sampling sites and dates were in the vaucluse district of france in one the ozone river at notre dame de parloup january 2005 and two the sorgu river at fontaine de vaucluse january 2005 three Gallatin County, Montana, USA, in the East Fork of Highlight Creek at Palisade Falls in September 2005, Four Park County, Montana, in Peak Crine, excuse me, Pine Creek at Pine Creek Falls, September 2005, and Five Mill Creek Stream in the Red Butte region of Salt Lake County in Salt Lake City, Utah. Shout out, Kevin. Um, you know your last name, Kevin. Utah, USA, April 2005. Samples were weighed, wet weight, and ground with sterile mortar and pestle in a known volume of 0.1 molar sterile phosphate bu buffer. This means they really cared for every single sample by hand. <laughs> they were not trying to do this high throughput. They were trying to do it well. The maceration was dilution plated on the semi-selective medium KBC, Mohan and Schaub, 18, sorry, 1987. This medium favors the growth of several pathovars of P. syringae and eliminates a large fraction of the P. fluorescens and other fast-growing saprophyte strains because of the selective effects of cephalexin, boric acid, and cyclohexamide. Guys, we gotta have two commas and a list of three things. We just gotta, it's not an Oxford comma, it's not optional, it just has to happen.
Strains were collected from among the colonies that produced a diffusible fluorescent pigment after three to four days incubation at room temperature. Strains were purified and stored in 0.1 molar phosphate buffer at 4C and in 40% glycerol at negative 80C. Reference strains of P. syringae used here include the three strains of this bacterium for which the genome has been sequenced. That's B728A, Pathovar syringae, comma, DC3000, Pathovar tomato, comma, Gotta have commas in a list of three. Gotta have two commas in a list of three. And 1448A, Pathophara phaseocola. And then I suppose strain CC94 of the cantaloupe and broadhoe strange pathogen P. syringae pathovar aptata and strain. Can't emphasize commas enough. And semicolons, you know? You gotta have them both to make it work. And strain FMU-107 of P. vertiflava, a species closely related to syringae, so that would be a nice outgroup. 2.2. Characterization of strains. Strains were tested for basic biochemical traits corresponding to P. syringae. For example, absence of cytochrome C oxidase and of the enzyme arginine dihydrolase and the kypo capacity to degrade esculin for production of syringomycin-like toxins on syringomycin minimal agar that is revealed by antibiosis for geotrichum candidum for induction of a hypersensitive reaction in tobacco, comma, and for pathogenicity to cantaloupe, comma, snap being, comma, that really ought to have been a um, semicolon back there, sunflower, comma, tomato, and sugar beets in greenhouse tests as previously described. Pathogenicity to hard red spring wheat, durum wheat, and barley was determined by snipping leaves of two-week-old greenhouse-grown plants. To be specific, two snips per plant. What is a snip? Two plants per cultivar and per strain. Is it a whole punch? With sterilized scissors smeared with 48 hours bacterial culture. Plants were incubated under plastic bags for two days and disease was rated for 10 days. Resistance of strains to copper sulfate, 0.25 to 2 millimolar, was determined by spotting bacterial suspensions on copper amended nutrient medium as described elsewhere. Spots in Cervantes, 1995. Resistance to antibiotics was likewise determined on nutrient agar with glycerol, 10 milliliters to the liter, negative one, 10 mil to the liter. 10 mils per liter is what that is. Amended with streptomycin sulfate, gentamicin sulfate, can that's a lot of antibiotics. Canamycin, oxytetracycline monochloride, and oxalinin acid at 10 to the 10 to 100 milligrams per liter. Ice nucleation activity was revealed by determining the freezing temperatures of drops of aqueous suspensions containing 10 to the 8 cells per mil, as per Lindau, 1990. Bacterial suspensions were prepared in sterile distilled water from 48 hours culture, grown on King's Medium B, and kept 4 hours at 4C prior to testing. Prior to preparing the suspension, the water was tested for absence of freezing nuclei at negative 7 to the C. Ne- sorry, negative seven Celsius, three thirty microliter drops, a total of ten to the seven cells. 
of each bacterial suspension, so a million cells, was tested at temperatures from negative 2 to negative 6 C by depositing drops of on aluminum foil trays floating on a polyethylene glycol cooling bath. That is so smart and economic. I'm so enamored of these experiments. I just am. DNA from each strain was extracted using the fast DNA spin kit for soil. Universal bacterial primers, PA. <laughs> There's, I'm not just going to read. The, I'm just not going to read the primer sequence. PA and pH that amplify near full length, approximately 1.5 kbp, 16 RDNA products were used in all PCR reactions. PCR mixtures, 50 microliters, consisted of 100 nanograms of DNA, 10 picomolar of each primer, and PCR supermix high fidelity enzyme. Ba, 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 they purified it using a kit from Kyogen. Partial 16S sequences for each isolate were obtained by automated DNS sequencing from the Advanced Genetic Analysis Center in Minnesota using PA as the primer. 16S DNA, RDNA sequences were compared to sequences in the BLAST and BLAST. 16S RDNA sequences were aligned and analyzed using the Wisconsin package version 10.2. A matrix of Juke's canter distances was used to construct phylogenetic distances trees using the UPGMA method. A bootstrap analysis was conducted to the to test the reliability of the tree. The nucleotide sequences from the epithelium strains have been deposited in GenBank and in CBI under the well, okay, the accession numbers DQ294974 DQ295011. She ladled the conversation skimming from the top that damn balloon from last Easter refuses to I want a new icon. 